Hello, everyone, and welcome back to For the Kudos, episode 59. This episode is brought to you by Pillar Performance. I'm your host, Joel, and I'm here with Brett. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, a reminder for our listeners, the discount code at pillarperformance.shop is FTK15, and that will give you 15% off at checkout. Yeah, start pumping it, everyone. Apparently, heaps of people getting stuff at the expo um, mm. up at Gold Coast last week, and everyone getting a little taster at the, the shakeout, which is good. Absolutely. How are you uh, talking post Gold Coast buzz? Yes. How are you feeling? Uh, not too bad. I, I pulled up pretty well. I um, trained, yeah, pretty good on Tuesday. I felt, I don't know, I was, I, I think having that Saturday race and then having three days before I went hard again um, yeah. was good. And, I, and also, I reckon doing the shakeout like that ended up becoming my long run because I ran like. 37k or something that day so didn't have to run that far on sunday Sunday, easy day monday um and then and then into training which is good where i think sometimes if i do the sunday long run a sunday session uh, fucking race jeez get it out yeah sunday race (laughs) you're Um, mentally well but you're yeah yeah. physically yeah yeah (laughs) we're struggling here (laughs) (laughs) should we just start again (laughs) um yeah the quick turnaround i I just struggle with but no feeling good good um, little recap on what's been dropping uh, for friends of the show on FTK Patreon. Um, Elise spoke with Michael Rosenblatt about interval training. So I had a few people comment on that um, and saying, you know, they're yeah, people were loving it. I yeah, think a few comments. People gone definitely yeah. approaching my interval training differently. Yeah, I had I had a couple of my athletes message me too and say like, "Oh, geez, this is really good." And then I was like, as I was listening, I'm like, I wonder if I was, I'm getting contradicted here. Like, yeah, <laughs> anything yeah. I've said, and yeah. they're like, well, Joel, you're putting it out on the Patreon. <laughs> they just start questioning you as a coach now. <laughs> yeah. Michael, Michael Rosenblatt gets like 50 new, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> new yeah. athlete all, requests. Yeah, all Pulse athletes have gone straight <laughs> there. Um, also, we look, can't give all the details on this just yet. And this is not a big things coming joke. Um, but with the success of the Gold Coast Diaries and, you know, how everyone just loved it, you know, we're still getting messages, people saying, oh, you know, I want it to just keep going. Um, so we're working on the next marathon uh, road to sort of series, you know, marathon diaries. Um, so we're going to have details on that in the f- next few weeks. Well, yeah, if, if you – so what we're trying to do is lock in athletes yeah. to, um, to do it with. Um, but it is hard to – find athletes that are doing it because not everyone knows their plan so far out. So, um, but if you guys hear of anyone or want to hear from anyone, let us know as well. Cause we're, um, yeah, open to open any, suggestions. any suggestions that yeah you guys have. Um, ask us anything. Episode three is dropping next week. Um, and also at the end of this week, uh, we have a Q and a with Luke Pryor. So Dave McNeil spoke with, uh, Aussie runner Luke Pryor, who just raced the, um, Western States hundred mile, yeah, so stupid stuff. Stupid stuff. Hundred miles. Yeah, <laughs> stupid stuff. Why are you interviewing him, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's that's yeah. I'll be really interested to hear that just because someone that can do a race way bigger than my weekly best weekly mileage ever. Mm. You know, I know it's sort of your it's your regular world. weekly mileage. Yeah. You know, non marathon block. It's just a different world. That kind of stuff. Yes, um, and also. Another special series that we have uh, been working on. Um, Riley Wolf is jumping into the hosting seat for this one, um, and it's yeah, just a amateur hour um, 
series where we're going to be looking at Riley's going to be sitting down with um, different runners each week, um, looking at their training, how running fits in with the rest of their lives and their goals, um, you know, their their past races and what they've got upcoming. So it's just, I suppose, a little bit of a different uh, journey that you'll be hearing um, with that as opposed to, you know, Brett and I. Um, on like you know we're training we've got the same sort of schedule yeah people are here oh yeah and also like yeah we, we live different lives yeah. to a lot of our listeners as well which I th- I guess people like listening to but it's also good to see people that are um, living normal lives yeah w- working and also going pretty well in, in their running and, and getting the best out of themselves. Yeah, exactly right. Um, and we should probably say that Riley came up with the name Amateur Owl. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to make people... Yeah, but I've just tank, I've just got an inbox here from uh, Riley asking <laughs> if, you if I can, <laughs> I'm going to come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so silly. Um, yeah, that's pretty much a wrap on uh, Patreon stuff. So yeah, please keep keep supporting us. Head to www.patreon.com forward slash for the kudos to become a friend of the show. Yes, please do. That's right. Um, we have some big news dropping. Yes, I'm happy to announce I'm running Sydney Marathon. Yes, sort of uh, Darth insert party noises. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's probably a, you know, we partnered with Sydney Marathon for, you know, a bunch of episodes in the lead up to them going for that world, world Abbott, Abbott World Major Marathon status. So it's kind of sort of makes sense that. Yeah. I think it was something I wanted to kind of get behind once I saw it. And um, a bit hard for both of us to push it if one of us isn't running. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. hard for us to be like, yeah, yeah, everyone get behind it if, if then I'm not running it as well. So yeah. Um, definitely, yeah. We've known about it for obviously you have and I, I have for for a while, but yeah, a few people have like sort of said people have said stuff to me like, "Oh, are you guys racing it," and I'm like, I have to keep a lid on it. Um, but no, yeah, you you're. I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, "Shit, like another marathon," but you're you're uh, you're banging them out, but you're running well in them, so you may as well just keep. Yeah, and I don't think you get many opportunities to run one that's going to be as big as this in yeah. Australia. So um, I definitely wanted to be a part of it. And yeah, I've known for for months that I was doing it, and I was kind of supposed to keep it a little bit quiet. And I've you've th- been telling people. <laughs> uh, so I've, uh, tomorrow's I've started to tell people because I'm like, I thought they were going to announce it about a couple of months ago. So now I, I couldn't keep that secret so long. But um, yeah, it, and people it, keep asking me. It's like, and then I started saying, oh yeah, better start marathon training. I'm like, and, and people like, oh, what marathon? Yeah, I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you you know you mentioned the. It's obviously going to be such a, a, a big race with um, as they're going for that world major status. Are there any other reasons why you chose Sydney? Um, yeah, look, I think it, it was a bit of a tough decision actually because I could have gone to world champs, and um, I know like a lot of people at any time will just like it, like speaking to Kira Tomato, like she's just like I will run for America whenever I get the chance. Yeah. So and like I was like part of thinking I'm, that as well. I'm, I love that. It's like she'll do it, and then you you they they're like, oh Brett, can you please? And you're like, oh, no, I'm actually busy. It's yeah, yeah. Week. Sorry. <laughs> um, but how many world champs have you gone to? Um, two. Okay. As yeah, a track, I've five, sk- five yeah, K. I skipped one a few years ago. You weren't counting juniors then, were you? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, just, yeah, just track once. And yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm still, even though I've run a couple of good marathons lately, I'm still trying to figure it out and, and yeah. be good at it. Um, I just felt like 
How, this like, year's a bit risky. Just hold up there for one second, just as I speak to the, as I break the the fourth wall and speak to the <laughs> listeners directly. You just said, you know, even though I've run a couple of, like our Australian marathon record holder is saying, you know, I'm still just trying to figure this out. Like, Shut up, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like I, did, no, I ran right. that and then the next one I didn't run as good. So it's not yeah. like I'm nailing every single one. Like I'm, I'm, my bad ones are becoming better, which is good. Yeah. Um, but I f- felt like it was a bit of a risk for me to go and run a hot one mm. when I'm still, yeah, trying to learn it. So I wanted to do this. I know it's going to be a bit more of a... And also we could... Because Pat, Pat Tiernan's the only Aussie male doing yep. a World Chance Marathon. Yeah. And if it was is hot and you both have bad races, geez, we couldn't sit through I another know, one of those another interviews. Point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think for me it's going to be good to be in a like a competitive race um, and just like a bit more... I'd say it's going to be a bit more tactical. It's probably not going to be like a time trial like when I go to London Marathon. Like yeah. it's, just, it's just let's just run as fast as you can. Like You're trying to finish as high up in the placings yeah. as possible. Yeah. And then also I think the course is kind of similar to how the Olympics will be. Um, just with there's going to be a few hills in the second half, which is what the Olympics will have. So um, a lot of it is practice for next year yeah. as well. So yeah, that's kind of the, the big reason to do it and then just be part of um, Sydney Marathon hopefully becoming a major. Yeah, would be very cool to um yeah to as we've said before being the the uh, saying that you've done the first the first mm. one as like you were part of the the campaign. Yeah, it was um cool last week. I don't know if you spoke to people at the shakeout about it, but some people were like, oh yeah, like heard you guys talking about the podcast and they just signed up and they're just like running it. It's yeah. not like they're not trying to run a PB. They're just doing it, just doing to it to help get the numbers. Yeah, yeah. I've so had, I've had ho- hopefully more and more people are doing that. Like, do it as a long run. Do it as a long run. Yeah, yeah. you can bloody yeah. Just even yeah, run. Just try you try and get yeah. Just help with the numbers. It'll be good. Exactly right. Um. So you, yeah, we've got some details on the elite field. Yeah. So this is coming out today. Um. Actually. So that, yeah, we we get to announce some of the uh, elite fields. So. Um, looking at these fields, they're both the men's and women's. They're just crazy. Looking at, look at these fields, <laughs> Brett's just opened up the tab and he's sweating. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I was just like, damn, I should have done world champs. <laughs> Would have been easier. <laughs> top three you're world like, champs would be easier. Top three. <laughs> you're like, you're like, hey, Joel, you opened up uh, the top ten marathon all time list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wrong tab. Well, uh, first on the list is Tamarat Tola, who. Yeah. Is last year's world champ. Yeah, 2022 so, world champ. When you got him coming, you know it's going to be good. And he's run 203.39. Yeah. Um, and then Gabriel Gay, who came second at Boston this year, who's run 203 flat. Yeah. So he, like, they're two ridiculous names. Moses Quebec probably... from Kenya as yeah. well, 205.20 guy. So these, these, all these times. He was last year's champ as well. So yeah. it's, um, no, it's, it's going to be good for them. Like, Obviously, those guys are better runners than me, but I feel like they're, they're not going to come here try and run 203, I think. They're going to yeah, probably exactly. come here. Hopefully, they come here just to break the course record or something. <laughs> Imagine interviewing them all and they're, they're one guys to just come here and wipe the floor with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, oh, I'll watch that guy on Instagram reels. He's pissing me off. I'll, yeah. I'll fucking come show him. Teach him a lesson, yeah. yeah. Uh, but there's ten, like 10 guys that are all... So with the um, becoming a major, you have to get a certain level of athletes um, and like the athletes have different labels like gold label, platinum label. Yeah. Um, so it just means that the quality of field is is ridiculous. What are you? Are you gold? I think I must be gold because I'm ranked higher than a couple of these guys. Yeah. Um, so I, what's you know, platinum? Platinum's like, you know, your middle. I think platinum's top 30 in the world. Yeah. Um, 
so and yeah, like they're the yeah, the, the best the, the guys. Best like the best. they're probably winning one of the big races through the years. As for the uh, women's field, that's you know just as deeply stacked. We have Judith Jeptum Career from Kenya as the top seed um, with a yeah personal best of two eighteen oh four. Jeez. You would hate to have a bad day, and I was going to say, wouldn't mind, wouldn't mind. That is a nice little debut for me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she came second. At Just behind Tim Vincent and Riley Cox. There she is. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and then Nazareth Weldo as well, who was fourth at World Champs last year, and she's a two twenty. Yeah, marathon runner. Hayden um, Haley as well from Ethiopia. So that's another two twenty. Yeah, and also we have Sinead Diver. Mm. Is running the women, so it's cool. yeah, cool. So Me and Sinead are both running. So Sinead's been on the podcast before. So all these women have uh, heard her on the podcast, and they want to come here. Can't white wipe her. With yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be good though. So get around it. Get yeah, around the. Stay uh, tuned for the press release with the full. Yeah, full, so everything uh, will come out. Um, I guess we're recording today, but it'll come out Tuesday, Wednesday time. So yeah. um, it's going to be it's going to be huge. Yeah, and I don't like honestly. I can't wait if to be you there. get in it, get in the race. But if you if you're not going to race, like get out there and watch because it, uh, there hasn't been a marathon field like this no. in Australia. No, like, ever. No. Yeah, yeah, no way. Um, yeah, and then we've got our train with FTK. Yes, runners. We'll be hearing from them from them very soon. Um, They're both going very well. So. Yeah, yeah, it'll be great. Um, let's get into some training weeks. I'll, I was sort of thinking this week we just wouldn't do them. Just skip it skip off this them. week. Yeah. <laughs> um, kick, s- kick us off with your Monday. Yeah, so we were still on the Gold Coast and um, I messaged you probably like 8 o'clock. I said, oh, what are you on for a run? You're like, oh, I'm meeting Andy at 8.30. <laughs> and I was just like, all right, 8.30, 9.30. It gives me like half an hour to get to get into breakfast because like the buffet what a nice buffet. is yeah. so good. And um so I'm like sitting down there and he's like, oh, I just got to wait for Matt Buckle. He's he's bringing my bag. So Matt Buckle had already ridden to the hotel without Andy's bag, who which yeah, had his had shoes for, and all his running Had kit. forgotten, yeah. And he rode all the way there and then realized if he got the bags, he had to ride all the way back, all the way back. And we're just sitting there and waiting. And we're just sitting there time. waiting and they're going, fucking hell. Well, like, there's every... going to be no waffles <laughs> left. Like <laughs> Every minute we're, wa- we're waiting, I'm just thinking that maple syrup's getting lower I, and lower and lower. <laughs> Getting all the bad bits yeah. of watermelon at the bottom of the bowl. So we only got uh, 50 minutes of run done so we can make sure we make it to the, the buffet <laughs> in time. Um, and then flew back to to uh, Melbourne that afternoon. Ran 7.5k as soon as I got home, and which sucked. Like I just, I don't know. It's not about travel. It just makes me not want to run when I get mm. back. But kind of got home, went for a run. Had, Do you find you like lock up, lock up in the, in the plane? No, I'm not. My legs aren't as long as yours. Yeah, it's I true. feel pretty comfy. But I had a good little sleep. Um, so, I, so as I was getting into my seat, <laughs> I like I, how you um, always say everything's. Your main adjective is little. Little, yeah. A <laughs> good little run. I had you know, two and a half hours at Fanny. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I I get to my seat and then there's like a mum and then there's like a girl that would be like three years old maybe. Yeah. Sitting in the middle seat and my seat was the window. And then so the mum kind of got up and then you just see the little girl's face when she realises like she's sitting next to me and she's just like about to like tear up. Oh, <laughs> and, no. then, and then Surely you said, oh, And then I'm she happy. goes, I don't want to sit next to the scary man. Oh, <laughs> actually, why did you not tell? Oh, so like, you oh, say okay. that for the podcast? <laughs> yeah. And then so I, like I just said, oh, I ended up sitting on the aisle and that, like she went as far away as from me 
it's like good. I was like, fuck. That's scary, man. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. It's a bit mean. <laughs> <laughs> that really, that one's stuck with you, hasn't it? Yeah, I was like, fuck, I thought I was like a nice looking Imagine person. you just got into like a full, like I hear like a bit of commotion on the time. I hear you yelling and, there's a, and I'm like, go up to the front and you're fighting with a three-year-old <laughs> girl. You're like, what do you mean? Oh, scary, you're scary. Yeah, I'm <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we had training on Tuesday morning at the tan. Um, we did two by two k, yes, and then eight by five hundred. Yeah, and interesting split. I was expecting to do. I think this we got done with this last time. We said it was a bit different because usually, but no, we had um, two by two k, then four by one k, yeah, yeah. and it was like I think they've forgotten that we used to always go like two k, then some faster stuff, then two k, mm. and then some faster stuff. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. Because Nick, I spoke to Nick and he was like, oh, we'll just do a few long reps and some 500s. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think he just wanted to get f- something done before yeah. the 500s. But um, yeah, we, we were going pretty well. I think we went like 540 and then 533 I went on the on the second yeah. 2K. There was no fucking around from uh, from Dave, like straight up. Like Dave yeah. just, you know, he just, he's just like, I'm here, I'm here to train and, you know, just like means business, I feel like. He's just been opening every rep. Like it takes me a little bit. I sort of like want to stay relaxed and stuff and Dave's just like, boom, um, we're on. And then it's like once you've got someone pushing like that, it's just like, well, that remains for the rest of the session. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Well, so if you run 540 for the first one, you can't then go around 545 or 550 exactly. for the second one. Exactly. So, um, it has to be that or faster. Yeah, and then smack in the second 2K. Yeah, he woke up. He, so. he fucking woke up. I was still looking and waiting for my alarm to wake me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they were pretty. They were pretty good times for for those two two Ks, and then the yeah for the five hundred. So Nick had said he goes yeah like uh, go like eighty fours, and when he said eighty fours, like because sometimes I turn up to the ten, I struggle to run eighty fours. Like I just feel like feel shit. So I um I've definitely seen yeah you you never like five hundred uh, yeah. So I was thinking he's like saying like like go eighty fours or faster. Yeah, but he meant. Don't go fast in 84s yeah. because you ran a half marathon a couple of days ago. I would. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so that's a good lesson. Uh, always, always make sure you've interpreted your coach correctly exactly. before the session. Yeah, yeah. And then so I'm like running. Uh, we, so we're running like 82s, and then like even like there was a couple 80s. Of, I think fastest was 79. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, yeah, and then like I see Tim O'Shaughnessy at the end. He's like, oh yeah, like what do you run? I go, oh yeah, about 82s. And then Tim's like, oh yeah, pretty sure you got told to run 84s. And I was like. I'd be happy. I was going good. This is a good 500 session for me. <laughs> like, no, you ran a half marathon. I was like, oh yeah, it makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, no, you looked good. Yeah, I was I sort felt, of saying yeah, that. Good. Me, me, Dave, and Smack were all sort of trying to, like, you know, help help each other out and sort of lead and stuff. But you were at the front. You were either leading or in second, pretty much every single one. Mm. Whereas I, I do like two at the front, and then I need a little rest at the yeah. back. Dave, Dave's funny like that. He'll like absolutely blast one, and then he's like getting dropped. Yeah. The next one and then it blasts again. Um, Weird. Yeah. So, and then ran 8K that evening. Maybe he's, maybe, oh no, I was going to say, maybe Dave's like found out something that we don't know from the uh, interval training interval, episode. Yeah. But then I was like, nah, at least hosted that, not Dave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Means that Dave just wouldn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, did the Wednesday morning, I ran 67 minutes. So, still, this is my last week of like three sessions per week before marathon training. So what marathon are you training for? <laughs> finally can say. Um, yeah, I didn't want to. So doing those 90 minute runs, I just felt like I was cooked every um, Thursday. So I just ran, yeah, I ran a bit less, 67 minutes just down the river. 
I joined the Strava half marathon challenge because um, I checked on who would be winning and I realized I was going to win, so I checked it. <laughs> um, hey, you, uh, little side story about um, about uh, Strava. Um, did you see, do you know about like Michael Kernahan on Strava? He loves getting the CRs. Yeah, he's a yeah. world record holder for the most CRs. Oh, really? Yeah, because I saw it came up on my Facebook and it said um, it was something like, Facebook thing and it was like Michael Kern, it was a poster by maybe a, could have been up in Queensland somewhere maybe Mike was up there and it was like um, you know part, blah 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 park run has been joined by world record holder Michael Kernahan and I was like what's he world record holder in and then I went and checked and it's like yeah, it's something crazy like 2000 CRs yeah. or something like he must just chase him good on him he does he, he, he does, he chase, does him. chase him he does yeah. chase him yeah. he loves getting him um, yeah when Paul's run that night and then Thursday turned up to the lake for a nice windy yeah. threshold every single week, isn't it? It is. It's yeah, a bit annoying, but like, oh, I had like me and you beefing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> apparently, because we didn't really speak. We, Joel rocked up a few minutes late, and then and then we're like we just started warming up. We yeah. warmed up separately. Just did the session. You were a bit sore, so you're yeah. in a grumpy mood. <laughs> and then, and then the funny thing is, I wasn't grumpy at all. It's just we, did, I don't know, we see each other so often that we don't need to yeah. always be speaking. And like at the end, I walked up to you and you go, "Hey, do you want to come to Seven Eleven? I go, "Yeah, perfect." Yeah, and, and then there was, so, yeah, and then but Sarsi's going to me. He goes, "What's going on with you and Joel? Like, did you guys have a fight or something?" <laughs> <laughs> no, like, it's like shit. We didn't even realize. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, it's on that lake. Yes, like a couple of my K's were sub three. And then I'll get to the other side and it's like 317 in one of them, 315 one yeah. of them. It's just – and you just feel like you're hitting a wall. It's such um, – And you really don't know what to do because you feel like you're going so slow. Um, but then you can feel like the effort's getting harder and harder. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's, it's really hard because you – like mentally you don't want to just slow down and like run a 325 and just cop it. But um, it and is it probably is the right so, thing to do. I don't know. It is so much hard. Like, so I – I'll talk about it in my training week but um, – with uh, Ed Marks was just ha- just had one lap threshold, and he we went out like I did my first K. What was your first K in the threshold? Uh, about three or just under. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. So I reckon the first couple of K you probably put like twenty twenty five seconds into it because I was running like three twelves the first couple yeah. of K, and I was just chilling, just relaxing. Your ages in front, and then Ed was with me and then it goes oh i'm only doing a lap i'll lead into the wind and it was like pushing like pushing it a bit and we were catching you so mm. like so quickly and i was just tucked like as close almost clipping ed and i was just tucked in and i was like looking at you up ahead and we we're catching you quite quickly i think we we're like 307 pace like uh, after one lap and i was just like i went out like for a little bit of fun i just like did a couple of steps to my right and it was like holy <laughs> shit it's windy and it's like it makes so much of a difference yeah. sitting on someone and you're just out there by yourself yeah i know that's how like stewie and i used to fly at um caulfield because it's like only two and a half k lap so if you have the wind you have it for like a k yeah and then and then you and we would on so other. we'll take laps as well yeah. so at, at on a windy day, at most you got a really hard K, and then you have three K of rest. Of rest, and then so yeah. it's just if we take that each, like we would just fly in yeah. these laps. Um, it's not a bad way to do it, as opposed to like you know, because I know you and Jack always run side by side. Mm. But it's like I feel like if you're in, yeah, I don't know. If I was in a ma- doing a marathon block with somebody that um, was 
trying to run like the exact same pace as me and we're training together, I would probably prefer to swap lead because it's yeah. like you're probably going to do that in a race. You're not just going to run side yeah, by side, true. are you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you probably should. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, then the afternoon around 34 minutes around home. Uh, Friday, an easy hour and then another 30 in the evening. Went out to Wattle Park and because everyone was racing, um, there wasn't many people there. So I was there, Tim O'Shaughnessy came out and a couple of um, his younger boys that, I don't know, they must just race for school and not race for a club or something. Yeah. Um, so they were there, but yeah, kind of just, they did their own warm up. So I was just by myself for the whole thing. Um, yeah, it was pretty, pretty grim. Wait, at any honest. point were you just like, I wouldn't have minded just doing uh, sand down? Uh, nah, I didn't think of that. <laughs> I just, yeah. I just thought I'd rather do something from home. Yeah, like true. It, yeah, yeah. I, um, the sand down was so grim. Y- yeah, I know. So grim. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, when I saw how windy it was, I was like, I wouldn't want to be there either. I'd yeah. rather be doing solo Waddle Park. Um, yeah, ran 8K that evening and then went out to- Because you could probably replicate Waddle pretty good on the Q Boulevard, something like that. Yeah. Around those streets yeah. or something, yeah. Um, went out to Fernie yesterday, which was good. It was um, nice just running with a group of people. I haven't done like a long run. Uh, yeah, you've really been doing f- a lot of solo stuff. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was good. It was, I reckon it's the muddiest I've ever seen it out there. Really? Oh, yeah. see. Um, I just got some new shoes. That's why I'm going to avoid it. Speaking of, this morning I had brand new white shoes on and then so I was running a little bit and then like I was – Saskia was running with me but she was like a little bit behind I'm like oh, I'll just do this little lap around the table and I'll just meet her yeah. again I take one step on the thing and then I just see like little like shine reflection off the ground and I'm like oh no that's water <laughs> and then my, my left white foot just goes straight down under and it's just submerged. covered in mud and so I just like stopped and walked and I was like fuck fucking such bullshit <laughs> um, yeah but yeah yesterday did two hours 14 out at um Fernie, 30K. Um, what, what What's the loop? What You do the 18K loop first or do you go up to Mar Hill? Uh, up to Mar Hill. So have you ever done, I don't know if we've talked about it before, but have you ever done like the loop where instead of going up gardens, you just keep, you stay nah, on, the on the road? Nah. Yeah. So it's what me and James Coleman always did. Mm. It's like you just go all the way up to the top of Sassafras and then you come down that, you know, the big long hill that we drive down where the big tall trees are just before yeah, yeah, the car park. Yeah, you run down Yeah, there. yeah. Yeah. We did um, – so, yeah, we just kind of do the normal loop with two mile up and down, yeah. up gardens, and then when, once you get to the top, go right, and then you know where the piggery is? Yeah. Is the piggery still open? No, I don't think so. So they sh- shut because of COVID? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, pretty sad. Um, that place is beautiful. And then there's this like real – so if you follow the fence next to that, there's like – so the first time I did it was like before World Cross, me and Logan did it and Logan was running up it and I couldn't have gone any harder. Like, and we were both joking about it yesterday. It's like, that's when we both, like since that day, I haven't felt good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he goes, yeah, I was going so well. And then since then, I've ruined my World Cross. Like, it's just like, <laughs> but yeah, we did it yesterday. We went a bit easier up it and it wasn't too bad, but it was a pretty cool day up there yesterday because it was really um, like foggy. Yeah. So they couldn't yeah, see anything. Um, yeah, it was, it was nice. And and then we went. I'm thinking, I was like, maybe me and Chelsea would go out for like a nice, nice like uh, breakfast or lunch or something out. Like then I'm thinking, I'll do my own run around Melbourne. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, drive then out. Yeah. <laughs> Have a nice shower. Exactly. Got, yeah. <laughs> we, we went to, um, there's like a little bakehouse. Um, 
kind of just up the road. Yeah, that we went to. Like I think it's fairly new. Um, went there for brekkie, which is which is good. But nice. walking in and like I I was so muddy and I I like, took my shirt off and I just like wiped all my legs and like got all the mud off. Um, I walk in, I see Garbs. He's just wearing a towel around his legs, <laughs> walking around. Like a lot of people. Did you just have top off then, or yeah? No, nah, sorry, in my. I did that in the car and then I put my jacket okay. on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't take my top off in I was going to say, you're like, yeah, you're like got your leg up on the coffee table just wiping mud onto <laughs> yeah, their floor yeah. with your top off. <laughs> and uh, you're thinking that Garbs is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's looking over yeah, at the table. I'm thinking, oh, Garbs, come on, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> uh, 172K for the week. Um, yeah, so just now, a little bit over Western States. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah. Took me 12 hours, 23 with... So I wonder how long it took him. Wow. Um, but yeah, so now I start marathon training, which I, like honestly, I haven't even got the effects of it. But now I'm back at two sessions a week. I felt better today. <laughs> and you went like, I was going to tell him, like, oh, so good to be back at two hours. <laughs> and you haven't got any effects of it because I've still did three hours, three sessions last week. <laughs> so you mean as in you're, you're back to two sessions, but it's Monday. So yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Oh God. Um, yeah, my week did the same with you already. Um, you, you, tell you what, when we do a lot together in the week, it really takes a sting out when it's my turn to tell the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just retell tell my Ned Buck- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Buckle. Matt sorry, Buckle, yeah. <laughs> sorry, mix those two up. <laughs> um, so yeah, Monday fifty whatever minutes it was. Um, Tuesday at the ten with you, same thing. We've already run, <laughs> already run through it all. Um, Wednesday, I stayed at Chelsea's. So I stayed at Chelsea's folks' place on. Um, so yeah, so Duff, housemate, friend of the podcast, was um, just got back from Europe on Sunday, and he was so sick, yeah, absolutely sick as a dog. Um, and there's you know big flu, a big flu going around at the moment. Um, whether you know he did a COVID test, but he was negative. Um, so I was really paranoid and it was, it's, it was Chelsea's birthday this week. Um, and we had like, you know, a couple of dinners planned and her birthday drinks planned. So she didn't want to get sick either. Um, so I just stocked up. I came, <laughs> came inside, grabbed the pillar, um, ultra immune C with a mask on, grabbed that, packed my bag and just pissed off to Chelsea's. I was like, I'm not getting, I'm not getting sick. And I was very, you know, I was smashing that, mm. the, the pillow stuff. It's like, and I didn't get sick. So yeah. there you go. If, uh, yeah, it's, it works. It, it definitely works. Um, and yeah, so I stayed at, stayed at Chelsea's the Tuesday night and then Chelsea was, I was seeing her Wednesday night. Um, we're going to my, my, uh, parents for dinner. Um, so I thought, okay, I'm going to do an interesting run here. I'm going to run. It is an interesting I, run. I know, like, don't I? Because I was thinking, I was like, what can I take? I don't need, I, I'm not going to take my laptop, you know, because I need it during the day. So I'm like, what can I take? Okay, I'll just take my phone and a little ba- bag of clothes to Chelsea's and she can, she can bring them back. So I'm going to run home from Newport. Um, so I didn't do that. I ended up running home from uh, from High Point Shopping Center. So like mm-hmm. through, um, what's the park called there? Um I think I suppose it's just Mar- it's one of the parks, the Maribyrnong River. Oh, yeah. I'd actually never run along it. Have you? It's run- good, yeah. You I run, run along it? it, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, running through. There. I was trying to look for Liam Adams somewhere. Yeah. He's always running out there. Um, and then sort of yeah, just worked my way in, and it was like 70, 70 minutes back to here. Added on a little bit. Um, yeah. So this is Wednesday morning. That's yeah. Wednesday morning. 
Um, and then, yeah, third, went to the gym uh, that afternoon, smashed, smashed out some, uh, some strength. Um, and then, yeah, Thursday morning, I had threshold. Um, and Would you do gym? So, like, this is a race week, but obviously yeah. Sandown isn't the top of your priority. But would you do gym on a Wednesday before, a, like, Sunshine Coast half or whatever? If, if Sunshine Coast is on the Saturday or Sunday? Or Sunday. If it's on the Sunday, I'd do gym Wednesday. Yeah. 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 So, I've been, I've swapped. I was doing gym Tuesday and um, – sorry. I was doing gym on a Wednesday um, when I was on two sessions. So, then mm-hmm. I have Thursday to recover and then I'm ready for Threshold Friday. So, then when Collis moved me back to three sessions – I was like, shit, that means I'm going to have to do gym, bring it forward a day. Because like you, you do gym the, on, session on days, your session yeah. days. And that's what I always used to do. But I was speaking to um, Richie Johnson about it. And he said, you know, you're getting like 20, you know, close to 20 Ks of like good hard work on a Tuesday morning. It sort of means your legs are done. Yeah. So if you're then going to try and like lift that night, you're either delaying recovery or you're just not getting the most out of the gym. Um, so and he wants me putting, you know, a fair bit of emphasis on strength. So it's like, well, the trade off there is, you know, do a really good gym session on the Wednesday and be a little bit fatigued on Thursday in the threshold. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a different way to do it. Um, and I've spoken to a few people, Dave is doing it and Jack used to do that. Mm. They would do gym on the day before sessions instead of on session days. Um, and I suppose it depends on what your priority is. You know, for you, you know, getting into marathon stuff, you, you know, your gym is probably a bit more maintenance. You know, yeah. So it's, whereas I'm walking in, you know, I walk into the gym and like all the big ways, guys, yeah, yeah, all the big guys are screaming out, like, whoop, baby. What? Ain't nothing but a peanut. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, went to went to the lake on on Thursday morning and did the warm up. And I knew that everyone was uh, racing on on the Sunday. Sorry, on the on the Saturday at Sandown, except you. Yeah, and we were beefing anyway. So. And we were beefing. We hadn't spoken. Um, no, but I'd spoken to Collis, and he was just like normal threshold. And then like I got you know got there, and Tim's talking to his guys, and he's like, "Yeah, so everyone just one lap." And I'm like looking at him, one lap. <laughs> and then I you know had that thought in my head. I was like shit, should I just do one lap? And I'm like, well, no, Coles told me normal threshold, so I'll do normal. Um, but yeah, look, it was actually pretty good to have Ed Marks, um, you know, sit. He just broke the wind for me that first lap and yeah, it felt, felt really good. But unfortunately, the same thing that I've been dealing with for a few, for, yeah, like quite a few weeks now, um, every time I get to like six, seven, sort of 7K, my, I get this nerve thing. I'm not sure. Have I talked about it on the podcast? I'm sure I have. I Maybe I've just have. said this nerve thing. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, yeah, my, it's not pain, but my foot goes wobbly and it's, to, it's like a fatigue thing. And I can't, I can no longer run at the pace I was running at. Like I'm trying my hardest and my form just goes all out and it's just like, holy shit. And it just, it feels like there's this pressure in my calf and my foot. Um, so apparently it's the sciatic nerve not running through the muscle correctly. Like as I get fatigued, because it doesn't happen in Tuesday sessions. Because um, I'm stopping. Yeah. So it's, it's like constant. It's the constant, yeah. yeah. Um, so I sort of know what I need to do for it. And I'm, you know, trying to like tr- self-treat it. Um, but yeah, I need to get smashed with some needles. Mm. So I ended up, I was running and I ended up stopping at 9K for that threshold. So I just stopped at 9K and jogged jogged um, back. And I think it was, yeah, 307 or 308 pace when I, when I stopped. Uh, and the wind definitely didn't help either. Because like the wind... 
is like it changes my form. Yeah. And so then I'm like tilt because I've got this pelvic tilt. The wind's blowing my pelvis the other way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, got got it done. And then I... I uh, so do you, do you use a planner, like a weekly planner ever to like plan? Like just... Or, no. or day, yeah. So I like I've been starting to, to do that just to be a bit more organized. And I like put in for the next day, I said... Um, like spiky ball rehab mm. because I wanted to give myself an hour of just doing this stuff, doing all the nerve stretching because I'm like, I don't want this to come on sand down, you know? So it's, I don't want to have to have 4K in a race be like, what the fuck is going on here? With a wobbly leg. With a wobbly, thing. yeah, with a stanky leg coming <laughs> yeah. down the straight. Um, yeah, fr- I usually have a day off every week, but I also, you know, didn't tell Coles this, but I didn't want to do threshold Thursday, have this nerve thing and then stiffen up Friday and then try race Saturday. Yeah. So and was, not know if it's okay or not. Exactly. So race, I was yeah. like, I just went out and ran like 30 minutes. Just yeah. just real chill. Um, you know, that's so unfortunately got to stress you now, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then sand down the race. Uh, it was crazy, crazy windy. Um, I uh, I run for Doncaster and I'm div two. And I had like planned, I'd said to Smack um, in the, the morning, I said, I'm actually really glad it's super windy because I start like just behind div one it's the same as gels park i was like you know 10 you start 10 meters behind them or something and it just like it means i won't have to run out i just run onto the back of them and just sit in for a bit and i got there and i was looking at the as we we're warming up i was looking at the lines on the road and i was like what the fuck they've changed this and i saw tim crosby i go what the hell's with the lines and he goes oh yeah it's always like this for sand down it's like a much bigger gap so i think it was like you know 300 400 meters <laughs> <laughs> longer and longer every time nah, so i reckon i oh, yeah like i think it was about i think it was 50 meters um and i had yeah i said to the guys all in the div two line like they were sort of making jokes i said don't worry boys i got this i'll say on the podcast 150 meters <laughs> um but yeah, I stu- I don't know why, why I did this, to be honest. It was the, the dumbest thing, but it was like a, a, probably a K, no, a bit less than a K, like pure headwind at the start. And they were, you know, 50 meters ahead. And so the gun goes and I just was like, I'm going to catch them as quick as I can so that then I can sit on them for the headwind. But, you know, they're, what, what's 50 meters, you know, eight, is it eight seconds? Yeah. At, at nine, 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 probably yeah. nine seconds ahead, you know, and I have just like sprinted. Um, and yeah, I had I had a couple of the guys in Div 2 tr- sort of try and go with me and then they just like, dropped off and I was like, I don't know what I was doing. I just <laughs> sort of got caught in my own head and I was just like, I'm just going to, I've got to get him, I've got to catch him. Well, I caught him just as we went into the tailwind. <laughs> so I never really got, I didn't get to sit on him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I would have, I don't run with a watch, but I would have, I think... Uh, yeah, Archie Reed ran two fifty three first K, and I would have put nine seconds into him. So, so he started div one. He's div one. Yeah, yeah. ran two fifty three first him. K into the headwind. Yeah. So, and I, re- I caught him at about eight eight, eight nine hundred. <laughs> and it's funny. Like, so I caught him. Liam Cashin was in div um, div one, and he re- ran out. Like once it got into the tailwind, he stretched out, and he said to me after the race, he goes, "It's because I knew you were coming, mm. and I didn't. I wanted to push how hard now. I didn't want to wait till you're sitting on. Yeah, because yeah. once you're on, it's you know it's hard to, harder to get dropped. Um, but I sort of like I ran to the back of the pack, sat in, like did a few breaths, and then I like ran up to the next group, and I sat in, you know, and then did it again, and then I finally got up to Archie and um, Logan. And they were taking the piss out of me after the race because they it was like twelve hundred meters into the race and they can hear me 
just like, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck? Well, you didn't fuck. before the listeners getting that in there. Yeah, just sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Um, we will, uh, yeah, yeah. They were just like, why'd you go out so hard? Like you didn't need to do that. <laughs> um, especially because it went into a tailwind. So yeah, ended up running with those boys for like, you know, we sort of, I sat on them and then as we came through to a lap, a lap um, like the after the first lap. Oh, so you do two laps. It's two laps. Yeah. yeah. So in the whole like front straight of the, uh, of the like, you know, as we're coming through the, where, where you exchange, uh, hand over, um, I was sitting on them and I just said, I go, boys, I can't, like I'm cooked. I was like, let me, like I said it to them. I just go, because they're sort of looking at me like, come on, Joel, like you should probably lead. I'm like, I'm still recovering from that. Like I <laughs> um, I pushed so hard. Just let me like sit on here. And then they, they, they were really good, both of them. They helped me out. And then when we got to the front, and then I was like, all right, now I'll go. And I like put in, you know, started, started pushing hard and um, they sort of both came with me. I think Archie started to get dropped a bit. And then Logie sort of went um, and, you know, me and Logie dropped me, I reckon, like three or four times. And he kind of said, he just, like, I just kept trying to get rid of you and you would just like, you'd get dropped because you were so cooked. You're breathing so <laughs> loud, but then you'd fight back on. Um, but yeah, we had had a good had a good run. Um, and then, yeah, I sort of just ran away from Logie the last little bit just to get to the exchange thing. And I was... Was uh yeah I, I ran I ran well and I was like sure I tapped um in front of Cashin so I was giving him shit because he's a headline and I like have exchanged it in front of him I'm like oh, I fucking beat you man I fucking beat you and then we go check the times and they're all wrong and so I'm run like over or around ten minutes off yeah it's about ten minutes off I was like fuck and then I was telling people I was like oh it was twenty seven forty seven I think and I'm like ah oh, must have been seventeen forty seven there's no way I was that quick. Um, but yeah, AV put the uh, results up today, like the official ones, and it said I was one second off Liam Cashin. So I was like, oh, well, you had him wrong the first time. I think you got him wrong the second <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was to be honest of all the um, of all the AV stuff I've done, I reckon that's probably my best. So if the time's right, I would have been fourth fastest of the day. Yeah, yeah. So it went, it went. Um, Ed, Ed Marks who ran seventeen forty five and smashed everyone, and then Andy was eight oh. 1802 and then um, cash in 1807 and then me yeah. 1808. Yeah. So, and it's 6.2K. 6.2K. Yeah. 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 So, it's pretty good. What is it? Like 250. Yeah. So, 253s for Ed. Yeah. 253s for yeah. me and cash. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, you know, opened with a 230 and then was running like three, three <laughs> tens. <laughs> um, but no, it was good. And I was pulled up, yeah, pretty pretty rough uh, yesterday. Um, and I was supposed to do two hours and I was just fucking cooked. And my, yeah, nerve thing was still giving me a bit of grief um, towards the end as I was fatiguing. But it doesn't really worry you me that much because I, I just, I'm running like four tens. So it's when you have to hold yeah. like three minute pace that it's yeah, really it bad. It just becomes like a... Annoying yeah. dealing then, but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's annoying, but it's I can sort of deal yeah. with. So I ran um, it was twenty five k an hour forty six with smack, yeah, um, and I was one hundred and ten for the week. It's good, yeah, getting going. So, and what's the next race? What's next will be uh, Bandura, so state state cross, state yep. cross country, um, and then so that's the twenty second, is it? Like two weeks, July, yep, two yep. weeks, and then Sunshine Coast half. Yeah, cool. In um, yeah, what is that? August thirteenth, so mid August. Yeah, four weeks, four yeah. and a half weeks. Yeah, yeah, and then when Western States hundred miles yeah. two weeks after that. 
<laughs> That's the progression. <laughs> um, yeah. Things we have seen um, on Instagram this week that we aren't too sure about. One time we should Tim do Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget we're on camera for this part. <laughs> um, do you want to go first? Yeah, so mine, it's it's a bit different. Um, it's not really like a... Changing things up? Yeah, changing things up. We make the rules here. So. <laughs> uh, if you've got any complaints, send them to Jordy Williams. Um, but... Mind you, just quick side thing. Like I get insecure that the Tim Vincent joke is like not funny, right? Like I'm just like, oh, come on, we've, we've, we've beaten it. You know, it's beaten a dead horse at this point. And at the shakeout, there's about 100 people telling us it's the funniest thing on earth. So I'm going to keep doing it. And he was like, there was... He was one of the most famous people up at Gold Coast. Yeah. You know, right? like, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's because of his Instagram or anything. Yeah, exactly. like, Certainly not. <laughs> um, yeah, so the the UK 800 meter championships were on in uh, in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, nice. and so Max Bergen, who people might remember him last year from the tipping contest, like a lot of people had him. He was, I think, going in with the world lead and got injured in the – warm up so didn't get a run but so he's known for going out hard he's run this 800 he's gone through like me and him we're both yes. known for it yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's gone through 449.7 which is very quick so um, down the back straight he has like a 15 meter lead um, still 10 meters going into the home straight yeah. um, and then the lactic starts hitting him tell you what though I would say he had a 10 meter lead with 50 meters yeah to go. Like he from from a hundred to fifty meters to go, he had a ten meter lead. Yeah, and then and then he <laughs> hit later. him so hard, yeah. and then the last five meters wasn't even running. Like I don't know what that yeah. was. He just <laughs> it was. <laughs> Can we get some scientific analysis yeah, of what yeah. that was, what that movement is, because it's not <laughs> running. But and he's pretty much like fallen over the line and ended up losing by point zero one. Brutal. Really, yeah, brutal. devastating. But yeah, I'd love to know what that feels like. Like that <sighs> level of lactic. Yeah. Have I, have me, I ever me told the story about me when I did the 420 meter uphill race? <laughs> um, I think you have, but tell us again. So I did this called Balmoral Burn in Sydney and it's this really steep 400 meter, 420 meter race. And I, for some reason, like I was young and I was running a few 800s and I thought, oh, I'll, go, I'll go and win this easy. Like I can win this. No worries. Like I'm good at hills. <laughs> And then like after about 300 meters, I'm like, I can't go any harder. Like I was, lactic was building up. The last like 30 meters, what I, I this thought came to me in the race. I feel like a penguin right now because that's what I was moving. Like. like my legs were just straight and just shuffling <laughs> along. Like my arms couldn't move anymore. I just couldn't, couldn't Club get penguin there. Brett. It was so, and like, I got flogged. Like <laughs> it's one of those things where you genuinely, what's, it's not like a mental thing at that point. It's a physical yeah. restriction. You cannot, yeah. you can't, oh, be, be tougher and try and push it push out. It's like, it, no, you literally can't. Yeah. yeah, that's what it looked like. Um, my uh, yeah, my segment. Don't haven't roasted a triathlete for a while, have I? No, but none of you are safe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this uh, long course triathlete, Tim Reed, Timbo Reed, I think they call him. Uh, a lot of people would have been seeing this. I had a few people say to me at the after party as well. Did you see the bloke running in running in speedos or budgie smugglers or whatever they are? I saw him out there on the course. Yeah, running with Jen. Yeah. Um, I just. Not sure about it. It's the main mm. thing, you know. It's uh, you know we're runners and we respect our sport, and you shouldn't be running a marathon in those. Yeah, I don't care how comfy it is. Yeah, as Smack said, Smack goes, you don't see us rocking up to a triathlon race wearing bloody you know waffles and a running yeah. singlet. Like, we don't go to play golf in 
short shorts and yeah, exactly right. Alpha flies. So keep your keep your stay, trials on stuff. Yeah, stay, stay in your lane, <laughs> mate. Um, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, I want to know why. Like, why did he decide to do it? Is okay, he? I got now. I got an answer for you. So this is sort of funny. I was telling you, I was like, "Fuck, I hope I don't." You know, I do this big thing. I'm like, "Why the fuck's he wearing those?" You know, I can't be sure about that. And then I like read an article, and it's like Timbo Reed wears them for children's charity. Yeah, or something yeah. like that. I'm like, "Oh no!" Um, so I messaged Jack Steck. Because I know that he, you know, he lives up up there, and he's a triathlete, and he would know. Um, and he just did a quick research. He goes, "No, I'm pretty sure he does it." And uh, and Timbo Reid has said in an interview before, it's like, you know, people say to me, "Do you do it to like stand out from the crowd and for attention?" And he goes, "Absolutely, that's why I do it." <laughs> so it's like, good, it's actually quite good on him. It's like, you know, it's hard. Now that he admits that, I don't mind it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next episode, me and you're recording it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bungie smugglers want to. Yeah, sponsor an episode. Yeah, we will record I'll definitely them. Definitely wear them. <laughs> <laughs> we lose like a thousand Instagram followers the moment yeah. we post the video. <laughs> All right, I think that's a wrap on episode fifty nine. It definitely is. Thank um, you for joining us. Thank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a bit of a snort there. <laughs> um, thanks again to Pillar Performance for supporting us on this episode. Head to pillarperformance.shop and use code FTK fifteen for fifteen percent off at checkout. Yes, get some good sleep. Toodaloo, Brett. Toodaloo. (laughs) (laughs) See ya. Bye.